listening to Inside the Crew, the only radio show dedicated to all things Columbus Crew and the beautiful game. Sponsored by Coda, a trusted mobility sponsor of the Columbus Crew. Here's your host, Chris Doran. Welcome to Inside the Crew. Glad you're with us. We're coming off of three games in eight days a week. And it was pretty decent for the black and gold. Yeah, they scored three, but it wasn't enough at Orlando. Midweek, back at home, a 3-0 shutout. Cucho Hernandez hat trick. Second fastest in league history. Fastest in club history. And the crew get their three points at Lower.com Field. On the road at Dallas, a 1-1 draw. Could have had a couple more goals, maybe. But, you know, Coach Wilfried Nazi happy with his team's performance. And as well he should be, it's all about progress as we move towards the playoff phase of the season. We'll hear from Wilfried Nazi as well as Rudy Camacho momentarily. We'll also hear about playoffs at Lower.com Field and at Historic Crew Stadium, too. The folks at the admin side of the club have been very busy. We have to talk about that with Rob McBurnett, who's the vice president of communications with the Black and Gold. We'll talk crew playoffs. We'll also talk crew two playoffs in the next segment. So stay with us for that. Jake Ziven joins us as well from Apple TV. He's going to talk about Miami's chances against Houston tomorrow night in the U.S. Open Cup Championship, and then what to look for as Miami continues their climb up the Eastern Conference table, and what he's looking forward to most as he sits in the announcer's chair for Apple TV on Saturday in that matchup between the crew and the union at Lower.com Field. Our show brought to you by Tipico Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Black and Gold, and by Ohio Cat, the official construction equipment provider of the Columbus crew. As we mentioned, a 1-1 draw on Saturday night versus Dallas. Coach Wilfried Nazi postgame said, it really was about a culmination of lessons learned since the game a week ago down in Orlando. The game against Orlando, we have to go through certain games to learn. And uh, and uh, yes, we work on the video. Yes, we show the video. Yes, we did. Uh, uh, we had the discussions, but um, at the end of the day, like I told you, the players have to leave uh, uh, certain situation to to improve. And uh, tonight, I was uh, I was pleased uh, because uh, yes, this is one-one. Uh, we could have won this game. We had. Uh, clear chances but I like also the attitude of my guy and um, I really like it because it was hot the the pitch was not easy the opposition was good and we I like the way we controlled the game offensively but also defensively we had moments normal that we we it was difficult but uh, we, I, like, I, I really enjoyed the resilience of my team tonight. Columbus Crew head coach Wilfried Nancy, who was very proud of the way his team was able to keep FC Dallas at bay, save for that goal. And it was just one other save that Patrick Schulte had to make on Saturday night. So all good stuff from the defense. But really, across the board, from back to front, it was a solid performance, according to the head coach. Yes, spirit, competitive spirit. And um, they've, been, they've been good. And uh, yes, the back line, but also the the, the front line because uh, they, they did uh, they press at the right moment and also uh, they help a lot also the back line to defend. But uh, I like the fact that yes, the connection is is here and uh, they are able to communicate a little bit better. Uh, and uh, but again, I think that the, the goal that we considered could have been better in terms of positioning uh, uh, because yes this is a good cross but again the positioning is not so clear and uh, but I like the fact that uh, my player fought the, the, the back line and the, the defenders and made play 
and uh, they, made, they made some plays and uh, I was happy with that. So yes, for me this is a good step forward in terms of uh, the way we handled this game and the way we 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 face the adversity. You know, we see the changes that the team made over the course of the July trade window. Two of them stand out. Diego Rossi, not just for his scoring ability, but his willingness to press. And we saw that on Saturday night because the frontline press was pretty substantial. Backline anchoring with Rudy Camacho and his communication with Patrick Schulte all getting polished over the course of these games. Coach Nancy, real pleased with his center back especially. We made change in the team and uh, we needed also players uh, 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 to be able to be uh, vocal but also to play the way I want to play and Rudy, we've been together for many years so he is he, able to, uh, to, uh, to go back to uh, what we've been doing together so this is good and I like the, the spirit and also I like also the, the chemistry with all the other players because now we improve in terms of communication everybody can help the players in front of him and for me this is, uh, this is the, the way I want to see my team but uh, yes obviously Rudy uh, uh, is able to help um, every player uh, to be better and, and the other players and Rudy to be good. And for his part, Rudy Camacho, quick to credit the front line for their press and their defensive shape. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It starts with them. So when they they do a good job, it's easier for us in the back uh, in the back line. So they do they are doing an amazing job, uh, job for the moment and uh, yeah it's good for us. We have to stay focused but they push, they push, they in they try to, to press and uh, we have to follow them. We, we try to press high and uh, on the back we have to be ready because it's one against one most of the times. <clears throat> and we are doing well for the moment. Yeah, doing well indeed. Rudy Camacho, center back for the Columbus crew. Looking forward to that matchup against Philly this weekend. Game time, 739. We'll have the broadcast at 7 o'clock on the fan. At Wendy's, we're focused on what matters. That's why we've made our hamburgers square. When you want the best hamburger, squares the beef. We'll talk playoffs next with Rob McBurnett of the Columbus crew in just a moment on Inside the Crew. A lot of hosts have been on our airways in the past 30 years. Some good, some bad, some really bad. Anyway, sorry for that. The Fan. Welcome back to Inside the Crew. Most exciting time of the year, if you ask me, as we wind things down and look forward to Decision Day on October 21st. Still some games to be played. Uh, Tomorrow night, there's only one regular season game with an Eastern Conference opponent that we're paying attention to, and that's Philadelphia playing host to Dallas. It'll allow Philadelphia to draw even in terms of the number of games it's played with Columbus. And if they get any points out of tomorrow night's game, Philly will leapfrog Columbus and go to third place in the Eastern Conference. Doesn't matter. We've still got that matchup with the Union on Saturday. But we've already secured a spot in the postseason, and that's why we thought we'd talk with Rob McBurnett, the Vice President of Communications with the Black and Gold. Rob, thanks so much for being on the show. I can't imagine, this is not a surprise to you guys. You've probably been preparing for this playoff conversation for several weeks now. Well, first, Chris, thanks for having me on. It's always great to chat with you on match days and during the week. We appreciate your coverage and dedication to the club. And as you said, it's always great to be able to talk postseason and playoffs. Uh, There is a lot of planning and discussion that goes into it. And you always do a little knock on wood 
when you're having those of, you know, in the event that we're in the playoffs and as we prepare to hopefully make the playoffs. Um, but we're really excited after last week's results with the win against Chicago, the point against Dallas and some other results that we did officially secure our first postseason berth for the first time since we clinched and won MLS Cup in 2020. So it'll be great to have the postseason. And based off of where things stand now, we're really excited about the the potential and opportunity to host the first postseason match at Lower.com Field with our fans. And it may not be just one in that first round of games because of the new format that Major League Soccer has announced with the one through eight slash nine seeds. It's a best of three in the first round, Rob. So that means what? Does that mean that the higher seed will be selling tickets not just for a first game, but a potential third game in the first round of playoffs? That's a great point, Chris, that it is a new format. I'll touch on the format first just quickly. So there are now nine teams from each conference that will make the postseason compared to the past years where there were fewer clubs. So to start, there'll be a one-match single elimination game between the number eight and number nine seeds from both the Eastern and Western Conference that the eight seed will host. And then that team that wins in both conference will go on to face the number one seed. And as you said, the round of three series with the rest of the seeds playing two, seven, three, six, et cetera. Fortunately from our end was where the table stands now. Uh, it doesn't look like that we would be in a position to play in that eight or nine seed wild card match. Um, we do have some distance in the table thanks to the strong performances recently. Um, and it looks like we will be able to be in that best of three series to start with hopefully a long postseason run. As you said, it is a best of three series and we always strive to finish in the top four because we know what a great home field advantage we have at lower.com field. Thanks to our fans. And with that, if you finish in the top four, obviously you're not competing in the wild card round, but you do have that home field advantage in that best of three series. So the first match of the series is at the top seeded club. Um, this year it's a 90 minute format. If it's tied after 90 minutes, that game goes straight into penalties. And then the winner of penalties gets a win, or if you win in regulation, you get a win. There's no aggregate scoring because it is a best of three series. In the second match, you go to the lower seeded club's home base. And then in the event that it's split, you return for the third match in the best of three series to the top seeded club. So in the event that you know we are in the position that we think we are uh, to where we will be advancing directly to that round of one best of three series, we would be guaranteed a home match at lower.com field, regardless of if we finish in the top four or not. But naturally, we want to be in the top four so that we can guarantee more postseason matches, whether it's in that round one and it goes to the third match or to be in a better position to potentially host uh, Eastern Conference Finals or an MLS Cup or anything along those lines later on in the playoffs if we are able to advance. So that uh, round of three is scheduled for October 28th through November 12th. Our last regular season game is October 21st. The 8-9 knockout game is sometime that week. And then we've got like a two and a half or three week window to knock out these three games. And I'm sure Wilfried Nancy and the club would love to just kill the three-game series in two games and be done with it so they have extra rest time for the next round of the playoffs. But how how does that work from a from a supporter's perspective? Let's just say I'm I'm a non-season ticket holder 
and I want to get in on the action because you guys, I mean, the supporters are showing out 13 games and sellouts at lower.com. You got to get your tickets early. Do I buy tickets for just the first game? Do I buy tickets for the first and the potential third and then count on a refund? How does that all work? Chris, there are various avenues in which people can get tickets to enjoy the postseason this year. The first is we always want to provide as much value to our supporters and our season ticket members who have been with us throughout the season. And one of the benefits of being a season ticket member is that you have the opportunity to buy a playoff strip um, once this, the postseason is approaching. And we're going to launch those tomorrow on Wednesday, September 27th, where our 2023 season ticket members will be able to see in their accounts. They have access to the best possible prices and they can guarantee the same seat locations that they've been enjoying all season long. Wow. And the way that works is they're able to lock in those seats for the entirety of our postseason through the Eastern Conference Finals because MLS Cup Final is separate if we were to reach the final match. So they have their same seats. They're able to get the best price. And the way that it would work is once they've locked into those for the postseason, they're only charged in the event that the match does occur at home. So essentially... You're saying, hey, I know that I want to be at every single home match at lower.com field during the postseason because it's going to be an unforgettable environment. I want to be there to support the club and know how much the players and the coaches feed off of that energy. And then they have their seats and they don't have to worry about looking for tickets. They're, they're set. And then they would only get charged in the event that we are hosting a match along those lines. So as you said, if we're hosting in the round one and we're the top seed, that first match, they'd have their tickets. If we're fortunate enough to win in two matches, you know, they're not charged for that third match. That's not going to happen. But if it does come to a third match, they do already have that ticket. Same thing for the next rounds that are single elimination. The next step is 2024 season ticket members who are going to be new for next year and have experienced how great lower.com field is. They're also going to have the opportunity to purchase strips for the postseason run. So they've already signed up to see what next season's going to be like. And with that passion, we want to reward them with the opportunity to be able to get tickets to all the postseason matches. Decision day, October 21st against Montreal. We'll know officially where things are. Tickets will go on sale to the general public the next day. Um, obviously, you know, we expect there to be a limited inventory just based off of the response from our supporters this year and the number of sellouts that we've had. You know, this weekend will be our 13th consecutive sellout and 14th overall for the season, both club records. And we thank our fans so much for that. But I will say if, if fans are eager and they should be eager to come to lower.com field for postseason matches, they can visit columbuscrew.com slash playoffs. We're starting a new system this year to where if you register today, you register tomorrow or leading up to tickets officially going on sale on October 21st. You can be put in a pool to where you may be selected for early access uh, to purchase tickets before they go on sale to the public. So that would be the best recommendation is if one is become a 2024 season ticket member because you're going to catch all the great action next year, have access to this year's playoff tickets, have access to the chance to get MLS all-star game tickets, as well as, you know, some other exciting uh, road matches that'll be coming. Um, but if not, you can also sign up at ColumbusCrew.com slash playoffs to register for the chance to get early access to tickets.
That's fantastic. Rob McBurnett joins us from in, on Inside the Crew, Vice President of Communications and um, exposed this year, as we all were for the first time, to the League's Cup competition rules that uh, provided for kicks from the penalty spot immediately following a tied game in the knockout round. Um, I was, first of all, I have to say, Rob, and I don't know how you thought about it, but I have to say that I, I wasn't sure how this whole League's Cup thing was going to go when it was announced a year and a half ago. And then we got onto it and the games were played and we're, you know, I was actually just caught up in the excitement of it all. And then you've got the fans from Liga MX coming to the stadiums and they're making it a party and a half. And the competition level was really quite good, especially among some of the top teams in the Liga MX table. Um, then we get to these knockout games like we did against Minnesota at lower.com field and we're going to kicks from the penalty spot and it's just exciting i i am not surprised that mls has decided to incorporate that into their first round of playoffs they won't do it in the next rounds but they will do it in that best of three which will expedite us getting to a result but more than anything it will also i think force teams to really play that 90 minutes and find a result on the field what, what what's your reaction to that rule change well, I'm not the expert as it relates to rule changes, but what I will share is the excitement around soccer right now when you look at MLS and even MLS Next Pro. So you mentioned the playoff or sorry, you mentioned the playoff penalties and the penalties after 90 minutes for League's Cup, but that was actually something that was implemented for MLS Next Pro last season. And I think we all were able to enjoy some exciting moments with Crew 2 last year, who's also looking ahead to their postseason run starting this weekend. League's Cup was a great experience. It was new, and our club and the league and League Emekis and our fans didn't necessarily have a, a full expectation of what it was going to be. But I think what you shared is right. It was an exciting tournament. We always have a great atmosphere at lower.com field, but it was also special to have a unique environment with supporters from both clubs there. As you mentioned, the Club America match, uh, a fantastic win for our club against one of North America's most historic teams mm -hmm. um, of all time. And that was special. And then, as you said, the Minnesota match didn't end the way that we wanted to, uh, but the environment was a lot of fun for our fans and our players. And for me, I think globally speaking, as a, a soccer fan and somebody who appreciates the game, you know, we were able to showcase Liga Mekis. We were able to showcase MLS and the competition that we have and how great MLS is in many ways and reach new supporters. And one of the most fascinating things was through Apple partnership, those games were available throughout the globe. And every night for that stretch of six, seven weeks, you could turn it on at 7.30, 8.30 and watch highly competitive soccer. And that was just thrilling for me to say, okay, the crew's not playing tonight, but I can sit down and watch Tigres and all these other clubs from Liga MX and sit down and watch the the final and everything building up to it. It was yeah. great for the league, and I know we're excited to build upon that for next year. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it too. As I said, it certainly turned out to be so much better than it uh, it sounded on paper early on. 
What a tournament, Leaks Cup. Hey, we've got uh, postseason talk regarding uh, Crew 2. Rob, if you'll hang on for a moment, I know you've been busy with that, too. I want to get the details on this weekend from you. Uh, And we'll remind our listeners that just like the Columbus Crew, Wendy's new crew meal deal is massive. Grab 18 bucks and feed your crew today at participating Wendy's for a limited time. More with Rob McBurnett, the Vice President of Communications with the Columbus Crew, in just a moment on Inside the Crew. Bobby Carpenter doesn't have a mullet, but he's knee-deep in mullet energy. Morning Juice with Bobby and Beamer. Weekdays starting at 6. The Fan. Welcome back to Inside the Crew. Glad you're with us tonight. When you're riding in your car or truck, please remember to buckle your safety belt. This message brought to you by the Ohio Department of Public Safety. If you're not buckled up... What's holding you back? Well, plans for the postseason has been front and center for the communications department at the Columbus Crew, not just with the first team, as we talked about in the last segment, but with the second team now, as they we learned just a couple of weeks ago, qualified for the playoffs, but are getting set to dive into it this weekend at Historic Crew Stadium. Rob McBurnett is our guest on Inside the Crew, Vice President, Communications, Black and Gold. Rob, I know you've been busy with first team playoff plans, but you've also had your plate full with second team playoff plans as well and those come sooner rather than later they begin this weekend yes i've been a little busy the true busy people are laurence courtois Corey ray and the rest of our crew two staff and soccer leadership as we prepared for the postseason congratulations to them on a strong regular season you know their focus is always on player development and making sure our, our players are able to become the best that they can be and a piece of that is being in environments where you're pushing to win and learning how to win and, and riding the emotions of a season. And that's something that we're all excited to see as we get another postseason run here started on Sunday at 530 at Historic Crew Stadium. There was a new process this year, as you alluded to, that kept our group busier in the sense of we finished third. Uh, the top seed from each conference in MLS Next Pro received a bye. And then from there, the number two and number three seeds were given the opportunity to host the rest. Um, but rather than your standard seeding, number two plays number seven. They tried something different this year to where number two had the opportunity to draft, if you will, which team they wanted to play in the first round of the playoffs. That blows me so, away. The second seed selected, and then we were number three based off our performance. Uh, We had several clubs to pick from, um, and amongst the clubs, we will be playing Orlando City B. We've had some exciting matches against them this year. They're a competitive squad, and it'll be a a great matchup. We hope a ton of fans are going to be able to show up and support them against Sunday 530 at Historic Crew Stadium. It's It's a great team to watch. And as I said, hopefully they're going to perform well as we look to win another MLS Next Pro Cup after winning the first one last year. Rob McBurnett joins us on Inside the Crew, Vice President of Communications for the Black and Gold. Rob, are you sitting around a table with Lauren Courtois and um, and Corey Ray, the general manager of the club, deciding who that opponent is? Or do the guys really already know who they're going to choose? I mean, I, I picture it like you mentioned the word draft. I picture it like a draft. Everyone huddles around the table. Okay, who's left on the board? Who should we select, et cetera, et cetera? Well, needless to say, I don't have a seat at that table. <laughs> nor do I ask for a seat okay. at that table? Because the the genius and the expertise in soccer 
is much, much higher uh, when we're speaking about Laurent and Corey and what they've been able to build here. I'm fortunate to have the opportunity to work with them, but you know, I'd be happy to continue to set up media interviews for them and help them with other needs. And I'll let them focus on determining what's best for the soccer club in competition. They looked at various factors in determining that we would select Orlando City B. Um, they went through various scenarios to see who they might choose based off of who the number two seed picked uh, ahead of us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And ultimately based off of the information they had, the discussions they had, they're really excited about the opportunity to play Orlando in the sense of, again, their competitive team. They've had a good season. We've had some exciting matches against them and we'll look forward to facing off against them on Sunday at historic crew stadium in the first round of the playoffs. Opportunities for tickets available. And if you haven't seen Crew 2 at Historic Crew Stadium, first of all, it's a terrific family environment, just like LDC, but uh, it's a little more open. It's not 18,000 people crowded into a space. If you got a three-year-old who wants to run the steps during the match, you can let the three-year-old do it, not worry about messing, losing the child, first of all, or perhaps um, uh, messing up the view for anyone else. Everyone knows that uh, Historic Crew Stadium is a terrific place to watch a match and cheer on the defending MLS Next Pro Cup champs as they take on Orlando City on Sunday night at 5.30. And we've talked tickets as well for first-team playoff opportunities that are just around the corner. Uh, No sense in waiting on that. Rob, thank you so much for your time today. It's really great to speak with you, and I look forward to catching up with you again this week. Yeah, great to speak with you, Chris. Thank you for sharing the information on the tickets. Said we're all excited for the postseason. It's great that we were able to secure a postseason berth at this point of the year. And the biggest thing that I would say, and Wilfried and our players have said it over and over again, and that's because it's what they believe and we believe there's still work to do. Right. We're still focused on these next four matches. We've got big competition, important Eastern Conference standing games in these next weeks as we look at Philadelphia, Atlanta, New England, all three of which we're tied with on the table. And it's really important to us that we fight for the best position possible and hopefully secure a top four spot because we want to be playing as many home matches as possible in front of our fans. You look at the results that we've been able to have, um, the fans play a key role in that and feeding the energy of the club. We've been setting some records at home and hopefully we can continue to do so. And that starts this Saturday as we face Philadelphia at home. We hope our fans will once again give us such a great advantage as we look to face off against him on 7.30 on Saturday. You know they will. You know they will. Rob, thanks so much for being with us. Rob McBurnett, the Vice President of Communications, his colleague Eunice Kim, as well as Esteban Osegueda, all contributing to the success of Inside the Crew, as well as our game day coverage, which begins on Saturday night at 7 o'clock, the kickoff 7.39 on the fan, Columbus and the Philadelphia Union live from Lower.com Field. When we come back, we've got Jake Zibben waiting in the wings. We'll talk to him about what his expectations are, not just for the Philly-Columbus game on the weekend, but we're going to talk a little U.S. Open Cup as he has been a part of the coverage of Lionel Messi's landing in Major League Soccer since the beginning on Apple TV. More with Jake as we continue tonight on Inside the Crew. We're known for three things. Games, conversation, and common man yelling about things only he cares about. The fan, Ohio sports destiny. 
Welcome back to Inside the Crew. Campione's Cup tomorrow night. LAFC plays host to T-Grace. That's on Apple Television. You'll also find regular season matchups between Colorado and Vancouver. And Philadelphia plays host to Dallas tomorrow night. That's a game that we're watching because if Philadelphia gets the three points, they'll jump ahead of the Columbus crew in the standings, and it'll make Saturday's game that much more important against the Union at Lower.com Field. Of course, Miami plays host to Houston at 8.30 tomorrow night. That'll be on CBS Sports, and it's the Open Cup Final. And the question mark around whether or not Lionel Messi and company can pick up a second trophy after winning League's Cup. Good opportunity for us to catch up with our good friend Jake Zivin, who has been a part of the Apple TV coverage of Lionel Messi's arrival here in Major League Soccer, but a longtime broadcaster with the Portland Timbers, as well as with Fox Sports and ESPN. Jake, thanks for being on the show. Is it any surprise to you that Messi and Miami are battling for an Open Cup final tomorrow night? Man, th- first of all, thanks for having me on. Always great to chat with you. Uh, I'm, I would say I'm surprised in the sense that this Miami team made it to the semifinals without Messi, right? The Miami team that was the worst in Major League Soccer before the summer transfer window, they kind of snuck into the Open Cup semifinal and then... Oh, now Messi, Busquets, Jordi Alba. Now they're all here and they can play these final two games. Theoretically, Tata Martino has already ruled Jordi Alba out for the final. That's a big loss. Lionel Messi appears to be questionable at best. If you kind of read through the lines of his comments, of course, came out of, uh, came out of their game what, on Wednesday and then did not play in Orlando. Uh, so interesting times for Miami from an availability standpoint. Uh, but the surprise is certainly that, that that Miami team from the first half of the season made it all the way to the semifinals of the open cup, which allowed them then, of course, to, to beat Cincinnati in that thrilling semifinal at full strength with Messi, Messi, Busquets, Alba, and and now be on the verge of a second trophy in, yeah. in what, a month and a half. It's really impressive. And, and you've been a part of what has been a monumental month and a half down in Miami as you've been the lead announcer for Apple's coverage of Messi arrival, uh, Messi's arrival, uh, his mm-hmm. League's Cup participation, and now into the regular season with your partner, Taylor Twelman. Yeah. Uh, what, what has struck you most about this transition for Messi and the League? I it, absolutely it's been the spectacle behind it and the excitement from everybody for everything he does. I mean, it feels like Taylor Swift, you know, <laughs> I mean, the, the demand for tickets, the each of his games being such an event with the secondary ticket market going into the high hundreds and thousands of dollars, the anticipation for Every step he takes, we've called a lot of games where he started. We've called a few games where he's been on the bench and the in New York, right? It was a Red Bull arena. It was probably 90% people there to see Lionel Messi. He doesn't start that game. The moment when he gets up off the bench early in the second half to go warm up, there's a game going on in the field. Right. Everybody is just focused on him walking down the touchline wow. to go warm up. It's, it is something that I don't think we've seen in in major league soccer, maybe ever, maybe Beckham coming with was similar back in 2007 in those first games, whenever he'd go to a new market probably yeah. was similar, but it feels a little different because it's not about him as a celebrity. It's about him as, as a player, right. Mm-hmm. And, and how special he is and the best player of all time. So it, it, that's the spectacle has been, um, been spectacular, uh, and, and eye opening. And as somebody who loves this league and loves soccer in the sport, it's been incredible to see it happen at major league soccer games, right. And involving an MLS team. 
Jake Sivan joins us on Inside the Crew, Apple TV announcer. I promise you we will segue crew fans into black and gold soccer chat in just a moment. But one last question, Jake, as we take a look at the way Miami has gone from a basement dweller to quite possibly a playoff team here. It seemed impossible back in July, but the midsection or the core of the Eastern Conference teams have let themselves go like a middle-aged man and they yes. are just squandering points. Yeah. And so the Miami, the Miami trek up the table is not all impossible. Not at all. Right. And, and the East is, I think, very clearly kind of two tiers. You've got the team in Cincinnati that's going to win it. And then you've got Toronto that are done. And in between, you've got two distinct groups. You've got two through seven that are really in a race for, for spots two through four, right? For the home field advantage in the first round. And then you've got eight through 14 that are just trying to get in. And as you mentioned, those teams in a, other than into Miami have not played very well for the past couple months. Right. Uh, and I don't think there's they're really great teams in that bunch either. I think the top seven of the East is fantastic and arguably better than any team in the Western Conference, except maybe LAFC at their best or St. Louis City at their best at home. Is it surprising that Miami has been able to climb up the table? I don't think so, given the talent that they brought in and given how we saw their immediate impact in League's Cup. What I think is surprising is we were kind of doing the math when when Lionel Messi arrived, sure. what will they need to get to right. in the regular season? And I think the the kind of um, accepted number was 44 points, which okay. would have been basically they could have dropped 10 points in their last 12 games. They needed 26 points. I, it, I don't think it's 44 anymore. I mean, 40 might get in. 41, 42 for sure, right? So yeah. even even if Messi can't play all these games, if the, and Jordi Alba, if their injuries are more significant, I still think they can do it. They've got a game against Chicago. They've got two against Charlotte, teams that are directly in that race with them, and New York City team on Saturday, a team, again, directly in that race with them. Man, I think it's very doable for them to pull this off and make it make the playoffs. Jake Sivan joins us on Inside the Crew. He's the lead announcer for Apple Television and the MLS Season Pass. He's on assignment this weekend with a game featuring the Columbus Crew and Philadelphia Union. The Guardian, I think, sort of piggybacking on an article and a point that was made by Tom Bogart of The Athletic earlier in the season, and that is that Columbus is the most entertaining team to watch in Major League Soccer. That, in an article this week, do you take exception to that, given all the games you've covered for Apple in Miami? <laughs> no, no, definitely not. I mean, look, okay. when when Messi's on the field and Sergio Busquets and Jordi Alba are on the field, yes, there is a a different level of must watch of entertainment every time Messi touches the ball and any of them touch the ball, right? Because something spectacular can happen. It's different. The anticipation level you feel in the stadium, again, with every touch, is unlike any other moment in this league. But holistically, as a team. Absolutely. I think Columbus is the most entertaining team in the league. And that's by design, right? I mean, you, you, you talk to Wilfrey Nancy, which we're fortunate enough to be able to do before these games and in a more intimate setting, kind of one on one, you know, small, small group Zoom sessions for our broadcast meetings. Uh, you listen to him talk to the media. I thought his, uh, the podcast that Taylor Twelman did offside with, with Taylor Twelman last week, where he had Wilfrey Nancy on Tim Bezvichenko, Julian Gressel to really get into the philosophy of the Columbus crew. Um, was a, was a, perfect way to kind of intro yourself into what this Columbus crew team is about. 
It's by design. They want to be entertaining, right? That's Wilfried Nancy. He wants his team to go for it and play with confidence. And you know, if if that gives if, if that leaves him a little exposed defensively, that's okay, right? He wants them to be brave home and away. And for us as commentators, for you know, we're coming from a neutral perspective, right? But right. we do want entertainment. I always say we don't root for teams, we don't root for players, you root for great stories, you root for great moments, great goals, and great games. And Columbus, because of their style of play, which comes from the head coach, they give you that. So absolutely, uh, I think that's totally fair to call them the most entertaining team in the league. And that's a badge of honor. And I think uh, something that Columbus should be proud of. Jake Sivan joins us on Inside the Crew. He's on assignment this weekend with Apple TV. He'll be at Lower.com Field. And covering that uh, Philadelphia Union-Columbus crew game, that will be featured in front of thirteen, the 13th consecutive sh- uh, sellout at Lower.com Field. You were in Portland for a handful of years. Um, safe yeah. to say that uh, they enjoyed success at the ticket gate as well, especially at the renovations uh, inside the stadium. What does it do for a club? What does it do for fans when the place is full and it's loud on match day? Oh, man. I mean, you're right. Look, I I feel really fortunate to have called games for eight years at Providence Park. That was the home stadium, right? I was the local TV voice of the Portland Timbers. Um, You knew every week it was going to be thrilling. You get goosebumps, right? Just being in that atmosphere week in, week out, sold out crowds, everybody being into it, right? Everybody's there for the game Uh, when when the teams and, and... and early on, I mean, look, you've been around this league for a long time, Chris. You know, there were over a decade ago, there were not a lot of teams, not a lot of markets where you could say that. Now there are several, you know, it, which is remarkable and incredible. Uh, and when the Timbers came in and the Sounders came in and even Toronto FC, despite not being good, it was just kind of a different feel in the stadium. And now it's being replicated uh, in so many markets, including at lower.com field in Columbus. Uh, we were there for the New York City game, which was crazy right that mm-hmm. the deep into stoppage times Zawatsky with the equalizer uh wilfred got sent off an assistant athletic trainer got sent off it was just it was chaos right the atmosphere that night was remarkable i mean it was one of the best atmospheres that i've been in um lower.com feel when it's rocking is definitely you know in that top tier for me in mls and i called many games at historic crew stadium um, which was is so significant in in our country and in, in the history of the sport in our country, um, but Lower dot com field is, is different and it's special and it's a wonderful venue for for the Columbus Crew. So I hope it's rocking uh, again this weekend because for everybody, right, for the players, um, for the for the fans, for the supporters, and certainly for us broadcasting, yeah, it, it makes a difference. Jake Sivan joins us on Inside the Crew, part of the Apple TV MLS Season Pass uh, Talent Group has been featured for the most part in the last couple of weeks covering Lionel Messi and his arrival at Major League Soccer as well as the other players that have stacked the Miami roster and Tata Martino as well. Um is it the is it the most ideal rematch for two teams when you think about what Philadelphia was able to do to Columbus on opening weekend earlier this season. Go through a season, grow into your new coach, get a couple of ads during the trade window and now be really pumping on all cylinders to revisit that match from earlier in the season on your home turf in front of a sold out crowd. I'm talking, of course, about Columbus and Philadelphia meeting for the second time, but with so many months and so many changes between now and the last time the two met, is it the best case scenario for the Columbus crew? 
I, I think so. We haven't talked to them yet. We'll, we'll talk to Wilfried tomorrow. Um, we're going to talk to Diego Rossi as well, who obviously wasn't involved on opening day. I, I would tend to think that they'll be, rather than looking back, I would think they'll be looking forward to what could be a, a potential matchup in the playoffs, right? right? Could be an Eastern Conference final, could be an Eastern Conference semifinal, could be a first round matchup, depending on how, you know, in that best of three series, depending on how things go. So I think that, that both teams will be looking at this as, yeah, opening day, opening day can be, uh, can be misleading, right? Mm-hmm. You know, some teams are, are set. They're raring to go. Philadelphia maybe was more, more like that because they had CONCACAF Champions League. So they had to be ready maybe a little earlier than, than other teams at their best. Um, Columbus, you know, for whatever reason, like you said, first game under a new coach. So I think instead both teams will be saying, look, this is a, a possible statement game for us for, uh, an Eastern Conference. Uh, contender, right? Because I really do think the top seven in the East, I would not be surprised if any of those teams make it out of the East. And then I'll throw in Miami if they get in, obviously, right? In there as well. The East is wide open when it comes to actually making MLS Cup. Who's going to come out of there in the playoffs? So I think they'll look at that, this game more as that. Uh, and it's, it's a big three points on the line in that race for the top four seed because that with the new first round format of best two of three, yeah. you really want to be. In the top four. So you're hosting at least two of those games. At least you get right one gate. You get the first game at home. And if it goes three, you get that deciding third game uh, at home as well. So I think it'll be more about that than it will be about kind of revenge, so to speak, for opening day. You're a delight to speak with, Jake. Thanks so much for being a part of the show. And we'll look forward to seeing you at LDC this weekend. Yeah, I can't wait to get out to lower.com field. Thanks for having me, Chris. Jake Zivin joining us on Inside the Crew. Our show tonight brought to you by Tipico Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the Black and Gold, as well as Ohio Cat, the official construction equipment provider of the Columbus Crew. This is Inside the Crew. Here's a listener tweet. Can I tase Common Man in the nuts? Fine by us, but he may like it. Common Man and Tebow. Weekdays from 3 to 6. We return you to our regularly scheduled programming already in progress. Please enjoy not knowing what they're talking about. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination.